What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thought. And we got a guest today. We got a guest today. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all, I'm trying not to now, freak I'm out right, right now. This is I like... Dog, this is amazing. This is like legendary. So, Mm -hmm. I don't even have to do an introduction. We got motherfucking Paul Wow in the building. What it do? What it do? What it do, do, baby? Okay, first of all, let me just say thank you so much yes, for pulling thank you up. So much like, for coming. Thank y'all for having me. Oh thank my God, this is like legendary. I'm trying not mm-hmm. to keep. I'm just like I don't even know what to say. Right. Reunion. Yes, mm-hmm. It's time reunion. Yes, it's a reunion. Okay, so let us know. Like, what have you been up to? Like, what's new? What's going on? Like, fill us in. You know, I've been grinding, just doing music continuously, nonstop. But really, you know, where I've been is just live, living life, yes. loving life. You yes. know, yes. enjoying my family. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to my wife, Chris Wall. You know, she's yeah. been. Y'all, she you know what? Out. That's quite. Cause you know what? She been holding you down since the beginning. Yeah, I love her down. I love her down. Shout out to the girl. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Yes, we definitely do. Okay, because look, before we get started, I gotta we got to we about to talk. Mm-hmm. So you know, I feel like you ha- you are a legend. Thank like you, you really had like you were the one of the originators of like Houston rap, like putting yeah. it on the map. So. For just a second, talk about that Houston era. Like, when all y'all was just dropping, it was going crazy, and everybody started stealing y'all sound. Like, talk about, like, your come up, what side of Houston you from, yeah. all that stuff. Start yeah. from the beginning. Well, I grew up on the north side of Houston, uh, the northwest side, and then, mm-hmm. you know, my boy Goo Yu, I moved to the south side with him. Shout out to uh, So, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you represent all of H-Town, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely represent where I'm from, and, mm-hmm. but, you know, all of it. But, uh, you know, when... Growing up as a fan, because I'm, you know, I'm a first generation screwhead. Yeah. So when DJ Screw was putting out mixtapes, uh, you know, Lil Kiki, Fat Pad, Big Pokey, they all, you know, rapping all of that. I was right when they coming out. I'm listening for the first time. So I'm a first right. generation. That was my introduction to hip hop, everything. So of course, Texas hip hop to me is the pinnacle. So mm-hmm. is. is it's everything to me. So that's to see as a fan, to see how it started and how far it's grown, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Cause when it first started, it was something that was looked at like by a lot of other people, like the the step stepchildren right. of, of hip-hop. Like it wasn't yeah. they, 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 they real rap. Right, right. Yeah, Y'all was yeah. like the little, the little ones. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they freestyle. They <laughs> freestyle. Right. But then, you know, but I never looked at it like that. I looked at the wordplay Lil' Kiki would have, the delivery that Fat Pat would have, mm-hmm. the subject matter, how they would flip, you know different songs and make them H-Town mm-hmm. it's something I fell in love with you know yeah. in Texas we, we taught that yeah. you know to have a lot we of Texas pride we just different period yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. way we yeah. Texas everything is just different yes yeah. but, but when, when the, uh, the world kind of caught on you know I was blessed to be a part of the you know the, the, the next generation of, of hip hop there was you know shout out to the ghetto boys rap a lot mm. they kind of kicked it all off you know what I'm saying and then of course there was like Lil Flip and uh, you know the, the screw area that came mm-hmm. be- before us but then with myself, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, mm-hmm. comedian there, you know, a bunch of others too. You know, we just, we really came and just, we were blessed to be in a position to where we we were right at the right time with right. technology, with everything, to where we got to hold the torch for a little bit and, and carry the torch for a little bit. So when you see the rest of the world, one moment talking down on the culture and then the mm-hmm. next minute 
taken from it, you know, it's like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? Yeah, I'm for sure, you. like, me being from Houston, like, being a little girl, because I remember I was in, like, middle school when mm-hmm. Still Tipping came out and stuff, and so, like, coming home every day, watching 106 in Park, and then y'all video was on 106 in Park, I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. It was crazy. It was really crazy. Yeah. It was, like, a whole little time where Houston really had, like, a long run. Like, yeah. Slim mm-hmm. Thug was coming out with a lot yeah. of music. You was coming out with a lot of music. Mike Jones had a lot of solo yeah. music. Like, y'all were really doing y'all thing, and it was, like, a big thing it for Houston, because so I feel like we always had our own sound, but it was, like, a local thing until that point. Right. right. So, when did you, like, realize, like, okay, I made it. Like, I am motherfucking Paul Wall. Like, stop playing with me. Like, when did you realize I, I that? I'll tell you the exact moment. We performing, still tipping on 106 and Park mm-hmm. with, with AJ and Free. Yep. And I remember right when we were backstage, walking to the stage, me and Slim Thug looking at each other like, damn, we done made it, bro. Yeah. We on 106 and Park, bro. <laughs> that was like the biggest show It back was, then. Mm-hmm. it was. The same way it was crazy for you, like, imagine how it was for us. Right. We like, damn, because yeah. who do we have to look for, to as, like, examples of mm-hmm. people that, that may, even, like, we see Scarface back in the day on TV. Right. Every now and then you see the UGK, but, you know, they mm-hmm. would never really show UGK too, too much love. Yeah. They too underground for the mainstream, but mm-hmm. we, you know, to us, they was shit, everything. But, you know, every now and then you see Scarface, but even seeing Scarface was like, seeing Nas or Jay-Z, yeah, you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. To, 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 so, you know, it's like, who can we look to to see that this is possible? Right. We can we can, we can, can make it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was unbelievable for us. Mm-hmm. We just enjoyed every moment of it. You know, we try to hold it down and represent as best we could, maybe pave the way for the next generation, give right. back to the people who came before us, show yeah. them love, respect, everything. Like, man, we appreciated every moment of that. Yes, yeah. and Houston just have its own culture. I feel it's like so that's different. when people really got to see, like, that we have our our own little shit going on down there, like from the cars yeah. to the jewelry to the grills. I mean, and I know a lot of other people was wearing grills and shit too, but I feel like, you know, we had been doing that shit. But like, even the cars with the swangers, the yeah. pop trunk, like all that shit is synonymous to yeah. Houston. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you this. How do you feel about like, New Houston? Like, because I know you did a song with uh, Toby and yeah. Wigway. I hope mm-hmm. I said it yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, I love him. Yeah. He is yeah. super creative. I feel yeah. like his style is so different. But other than him, because we know you, you know, we know you did the music with him. Like, who in New Houston you are know, you like, riding for? I stand all the new artists from mm-hmm. New Okay. So all of Megan Stallion, yeah. of course she like she I'm a hottie. She period. Period. Yeah. I'm hey, glad I'm you, I was too. testing I'm you. I was too. testing you. Okay, okay. So you know, definitely Megan, yeah. Travis Scott, Don Tolliver, Sauce right. Walker, everybody that Sauce Walker got with him because he got a whole squad with him. Mm-hmm. Maxo Cream, Toby yeah. Newigway. There's so many. You know. Coming up in my art era, there was, it was like the real era. So, you know, if you wasn't like part of that, you know, when I came out, when it was underground and when we came on the mainstream, right. if you wasn't screwed and chopped some type of way, then you, you wouldn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now it's, you know, the, the culture has expanded a lot in Houston. One, because of the artists, producers, the DJs, but also because of the fan bases. So, there's a fan base to support Toby Newigway, whose style mm-hmm. is completely different mm. than Megan Thee Stallion, whose style is completely different from Sauce Walker, right. whose style is completely different from Max O'Cream. You know, right. all these people I'm naming. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's so many different styles. But then you got that traditional kind of like old school kind of screwed up type of flow that mm-hmm. 
you know, Zero still doing, Thanks. Lil Kiki still doing, I'm still doing, Slim Thug still doing. So yeah. we still holding that type of stuff down. Then you got Scarface who's still putting solo albums out too. Right, right. So, you know, it's still alive and well. So I stand all the Houston sounds. I'm glad you all, said that. All the different types. But you know what I love about Houston artists is because if you make good music in Houston, you good forever. Right. Like, you can always yeah. do a show. You can always come out with albums. Because, you know, a lot of people, like, in different cities, you know, they kind of had their moment, then they feel the album. Like, right. if you had a career in Houston, you good for yeah. life, and you all they always going to support you. Like it's the sound. Our sound yeah. is just nothing like no other city. You yes, know what I mean? And I feel very... like that's why so many people be wanting to sample our shit now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I believe that with my heart, mm-hmm. too. Because, like you say, like, you know, you see a lot of artists that'll be like, not necessarily one-hit wonders, but if they not popping, right, right, then they just not, they not, they just completely irrelevant mm-hmm. sometimes, which, I mean, it's such a huge blessing to be an artist in Texas where there's the whole Texas, all the different cities from El Paso, mm-hmm. you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, it's big, it's Austin, very big. San Antonio. You can do a whole tour right. in Texas, like, you don't even have to you leave don't even Texas. Leave. I swear, the only way you fall off in Texas is if you stop. Right, yeah, As exactly. long as you keep grinding, oh, you still, you're gonna be successful, you're gonna be working. I'm I'm glad yep. you said that because that's like our favorite thing to say because I think a lot of people they always feel like oh like me and Dre kind of like came out of nowhere but yeah. Yeah. when I tell you we was just dropping episodes and nobody, nobody was listening, was listening so like we just tweets. kept dropping and yeah, dropping it and I know people always ask you all the time like you know what do you amount your success to and you was just like you probably just stayed consistent the you know way, yeah. so when you was like when you started rapping did you feel like people didn't take you seriously you know because like you was like nah well I never got that. Okay, I okay. Got that. Well, only people that treated me like that was white people. Oh, really? Was the only people. Now, they hands down treated me like that. Right, okay, but right. Only white people treated me like that. Like, oh, you can't rap because you're white. Or you shouldn't, really, you shouldn't yeah. be rapping because right, right. you're white. Right. But, I mean, other than that, you know, it was. I always saw, like, that if you work hard, you'll find a way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have the patience to endure. You gotta, you gotta endure and fight through that wall, overcome that wall to get, you know, uh, but, you know, for for real though, you know, with it, it's a, you know, it's it, it take a lot of work. And the yeah. hard work is is what it is. And mm-hmm. you know, smart work, yeah, you definitely want to work smart, but smart work still got work. Yeah, yeah, right. You still got to work. You with still the smart have to work. put that. And work like you in. just said, it's a lot of people too. It's like you know they get that failure, that one two failures, and they like, oh, I don't want to do this shit no more. Mm-hmm. Like it's too hard for me. You got to stay consistent. Yeah. Yes. I, I look at Lil Troy, want to be a baller. Mm-hmm. He was doing his thing for ten years. Wow. Before he put out want to be a baller, mm-hmm. and he put out want to be a baller and went double platinum. Crazy. And imagine so, if he would have stopped. Right. right. Yeah. That's the same that's thing with Miguel. Thing. Miguel was making music for 10 years yep. before, you know, like, he hit it big for real, for real. So, yeah. I think it's the same thing with 2 chains, so, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, that's the difference, though, because we talk about that a lot. Like, when you're doing something, like, for the money or for the fame or for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons, it's going to show. Whether you make it or not, you may get your one single or you may get a whole album or, you know, your stuff may pop off, but there's no longevity in that versus right. when somebody is really passionate and they I love agree. what they do. Like, you can definitely tell the difference right. from yeah. that. Because when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work either, you know? Right. So, and that's and let me give you your props too, because you are Houston's unproblematic king. <laughs> Never in no drama. You know, every time you start like, look, every time you start liking like somebody that's like white yeah. or the other side, yeah, something stop happened, like, pulled up. Yeah. They was at so the Capitol. Yeah. They done said something about yeah. Obama. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, should we go give a yeah. give a clap on yeah. unproblematic king? Okay. What it do? <laughs> Let me sip to that. Yes, there he is.
What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And y'all know who got the most fire merch in the game. 85 and poor minds, of course. Period. So y'all been asking about our rap tees that we had on tour for the longest. Our tour tees and the rap tees. They are both on the site right now available. Y'all go ahead, go to buypoorminds.com and get your t-shirts before they sell out. Yes, and also y'all know it's about to get cold outside and 85 just dropped some fire merch for the women. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, they got that all brown fit, the all blue fit, the red. It's going super, super crazy. So make sure y'all go to 85apparel.com and get you a fit. I'm telling y'all, it's super comfy. It's airport outfits. You know, a little sneaky link outfit. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need and I'm telling y'all they are not restocking this okay it's exclusive for this season so make sure y'all Period. go to 85apparel.com buypoorminds.com and get y'all merch right now yes so yeah so I wanted to go ahead and get into these topics so for this first topic I really wanted to talk about do you feel like routines aid in your success because I'm actually like I'm big on like listening to audiobooks reading books so right now I'm listening to this book on audible it's called The Miracle Morning okay and it's basically like about creating a routine before 8am that's gonna help you you know build a successful life and help you just be more consistent with everything that you wanna do and everything that you wanna accomplish so do you believe that that's something that people really need to apply to their lives to be successful? Absolutely. Okay. Now, you can be successful without applying it, mm-hmm. but I think when you have that organized structure, mm-hmm. it's just second nature to get up. You know, like, it's small things like making your bed in the morning. Yeah. Where you, you don't think about it, but when you make your bed in the morning, it's the first task that you set to do that you accomplish. Mm-hmm. So you're on the right foot. You know, brush your teeth after that. You brush your teeth. You know, whatever your morning routine might be, when you have that routine going, it, now if you fall out of the routine, you forget to make your bed, if you get your brush your teeth, you might be feeling like, man, I need something right, right you yeah. know? <laughs> but when you when you start off on that right foot and you get things going, then you just you're starting your day off towards success. So right. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, whatever your you know, uh, whatever the routine might be. Right. It doesn't have to be like a specific, everybody got to follow the same one, but everybody should have a morning routine. Well, I think for me, this has been my problem I've been struggling with because mm-hmm. I've only been working for myself for like a year and a half. Like right. this lifestyle of like choosing your own schedule every day is really new to me. The right. girl don't know what she's doing. Yeah. But because, so I feel like the first, honestly, like year, it was kind of like I'm waking up like, I don't know what to do with my day. And then I would wake up and I would do like, Things that weren't, you know, um, productive to my mm-hmm. day. You know, I'm getting on Twitter, scrolling, right. getting on Instagram, scrolling. And it's crazy because I'm glad that you brought this topic up mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, I need a routine in the morning yeah. because that sets a tone for your whole entire day. Yep. So I'm a cleaning person. So I love, like, that makes me feel like, okay, I'm that bitch. I cleaned my bathroom <laughs> at 7.30 in the morning. You can't tell me shit, yeah. okay? Yeah. So it's like, okay, so I get up and I, like, do little tasks and I clean. And that kind of just gets my day started. It makes you want to do other things. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you got to, you know, wake up and, right. you know, take over the world. But I yeah. feel like, like you said, like, small things, like making your bed, making sure, like, my thing in the morning is doing my skincare routine. Mm-hmm. If I get my skincare routine, I'm going to go out and I'm going to leave my house and actually do yeah. something. Because I feel like one thing about me was a long time after I like quit my job, I was just like sitting in the house all day watching mm-hmm. TV and not doing nothing. I'm like, okay, I done did my little face prep. Somebody got to see this face. Yeah, I got to yeah. go outside. I've been saving this face. Somebody got to see this face. Somebody go. I got to go outside. 
gotta get this. I gotta get this fit. Also, I do. I agree with that. And you know, I've never, I've never been really like a morning person. And I always kind of felt like it was like bullshit. Like, oh, y'all just like saying something. Cause I hate those self help people. Like, oh, anybody can do it. We all got the same twenty four hours in a day. I, you know I'm not that person. No, and I hate that too, but I really like this book because it says something where it was like, you just literally need to have like a purposeful silence moment every morning. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just even needs to be for five minutes. Like, right. it, I think when most people think of meditation or they think of things like that, they think, oh, I got to do this for 30 minutes. I got to do it for an hour. Yes. The book basically yes. was just saying like, you could do it for five minutes, but you yes. just need a little bit of time to yourself to just really be present in the moment mm-hmm. and focus and Think and not really think about nothing and just be still right. and be, you know, be there, be What's in the moment. What's your morning routine? Like I said, I get up, make yeah. my bed, mm-hmm. I brush my teeth, I get that You got to brush your teeth twice because you got to brush your grill and your teeth, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, because they got to be crisp. They, they got to do both. Crisp. Okay, okay. And yeah. that was in the book, too. Brushing your teeth. Brushing your, yeah. Look, you own the song. Yeah. You own the song. Then I go get coffee, and then I go to the studio. Now, from there... It's uh, what am I gonna do? Usually, I start cleaning up first. Now, mm-hmm. now it, it, you got a studio in your house? Well, I got a, I, I got a separate house. This is a studio house. Okay, got office. you. Yes, it's okay. completely separate. But so I, it's usually dirty because it's usually dirty from the night before. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so it's some type of cleaning going on. And if I don't do it, it might not get done. Right. So mm-hmm. I might just sweep up, vacuum, wipe some down, just so that it depends on what we got going on. But you know, you got to be focused on whatever the task for the day is. If it's just right. a whatever day, then that's what it is. If I got something to do, then it's what we got to do. Because if I'm waking up and it's 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm smoking, hey, that's going to be a lazy day. That's going to be a lazy day. But that's okay. And I'm glad you said that because I feel like we are in the culture now where it's like, oh, get up and grind. Team, no sleep. It's like, no, it's okay to have some right. days where you don't do you gotta nothing. You got to even it out. Right. It's all about balance. And, and, and people will be like all or nothing. So it's like, oh, I'm scared to start cleaning my house, so I don't want to because I ain't got that much time to clean the whole house. Oh, yeah. But you got time to sweep one something, room. Yeah, yeah vacuum something, one room, yes. do one thing. I'm definitely not a person. I clean my space in pieces and parts. Because if you try to do yeah. it all in one day, it's and good. it's never going to get done. Right. But I think that's how you have to learn to do tasks in general. Yeah. It starts small. Because if you try to think of it as one big project, that's how you discourage yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... I am all about the morning routine. I'm all about the morning routine, too, but I'm not going to lie, y'all. Like, I just started building a morning routine, and that's why I feel like it was so important for me to read this book, but that's also why I have, like, a, a love-hate relationship with, like, stuff like that, because I feel like... It's example, like, yeah, bitch, us, you ain't shit. No, no, well, no, like, for example, with us, I feel like we have gotten to a point of being successful without having necessarily a routine. Yeah, yeah. Other than coming to the studio and recording every mm-hmm. week, or when we were recording at my house, recording every week we didn't necessarily have like a routine, routine. which is why we got here yeah. to get to this point to be successful right. so what made you like find that discipline right because just, I know it's harder with y'all because you know y'all be drunk it's a it's yeah. a like it's a rapper's a life yeah. is a party well I just look at you know the money missed mm-hmm. the time wasted mm-hmm. so I That's look at like waste be. just the waste yeah. in general right. so it's like man I just got I just got in a, a, a waste recycling routine where it's like I need to cut back on all the waste mm-hmm. you know it little stuff like we ordering food and we throwing half the food away we ain't eating. Like it's like, why are we doing this? We, I ain't working hard to, you know, what, what you spend your money on a bunch of Uber Eats we threw away. You know right. what I'm saying? Or, right. or just That's whatever. why he was asking for the Uber Eats. We trying to save some money now. <laughs> he said, fuck that. I'm hungry. <laughs> but no, I get it because I feel like 
we hate going, I am not a studio girl. So I feel like back in the day, like, they used to be like, oh, come to the studio and kick it. I'm not going to your oh, yeah, studio and watch you drop beats for three yeah. hours. Yeah. I'm not doing it's it. It's going to be boring. Right, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I feel like we cut out a lot of bullshit. Like, when we come in here, it's like work time. Like, we come here early, we right. get out the way. Yeah. And then, so I feel like that's important too, like, creating like a mission mm-hmm. when, when you got that routine going and you got mm-hmm. that grind going even if it's not a daily routine like okay if I don't go to the studio every day but the days I do go to the studio this routine I like set my rewards like that too like when I was talking about smoking early in the morning it'd be like alright I ain't smoking unless I'm doing something productive. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm. I gotta write some raps. All right, now I'm gonna smoke. Okay, I That's smoke. That's reward I yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I didn't smoke too, too much. I'm like, man, I ain't writing this verse yet. I ain't, I ain't smoking again until I finish this verse. I'm that person too. Every time I do one little thing, I'm like, ooh, you need to buy yourself something nice. I need a All the same way. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, positive reinforcement. <laughs> and then when you got the routine, it's like. What we call the lightweight, you know, the, the light lifting. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do the heavy lifting, but if you got to do the heavy lifting and the light lifting, it just be too much. It'd be overwhelming. So right. when you got your routine going, that subconsciously in your mind allow you to do the light things. Right. You know, so if it's just a routine, making the bed or brushing my teeth or cleaning up, you know, washing clothes, Ain't hard, but if you got a thousand things to do and you got to wash the clothes right. and do this, it's like, man, it's too much. But when it's that routine, you, something in your body don't feel right unless it it's done. Do it, yeah. It's like, man, I'm, I'm going to call up my boy Goo. Goo, we used to live together for the longest, and Goo is such a neat freak. Mm. And it was just something in him that if something's dirty, it irked his inner essence mm-hmm. where he can't be at peace unless Something like if it's just trash, man. Who left trash? He gonna throw it away, you know. And it it, it it just be like that. Them small tasks. If you get in that mind frame of if these tasks, these small tasks not done. I'm just not going to be right. Right. Then that's going to get you in the habit of taking care yes. of the small things. And that's, uh, my best people... friend is like that. Jasmine is like that. Like, things cannot be out of place. Like, mm-hmm. everything got to be in its place at all times. Yes. I feel like you can create a habit. And that's why I'm glad you said the word mm-hmm. habit. Whatever type of person you want to be, if you discipline yourself for a month, it's going to be routine. Days. Literally. All that's need. all you need is yeah. a month of whatever. Like, I recently, I always talk about this, I recently lost 30 pounds. Okay. Okay, I'm on my health tip. But I was like, okay, if I just eat healthy mm-hmm. for one month and, like, wake up and go down to my gym and just walk. Because I hate cardio. I don't like to live waste. I'm not a gym girl. Yeah. Right. Gym is not life for me. But walking is the best exercise, and that's yeah. what I found out. Like, it's a lot of people that go super hard in the gym, and I'm not dissing those people, but what I'm saying is if you just want to be healthy, walk. Just walk. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking walk. So, and say, you and focus on your eating. Focus yes. On, like, that kitchen. Control. Yes, that yeah. kitchen. So that it's like when I, when I buy, when I go grocery shopping, I don't even buy, like, unhealthy stuff like I buy the fruits I buy but it's part of my lifestyle now right. so I think that's important to say like don't I hate the word diet I hate the word oh right. I'm about to do this real quick and go hard right. for this amount of time change your lifestyle right. change the things you can change that you can control mm, no you absolutely have to and that's what I was saying like that's like I said one good thing about me yeah. reading this book is like I have literally built a morning routine and I've been sticking to it I'm like 15, what's your morning routine now, I'm, girl? I'm 15 days okay in. what is okay. your morning routine tell the girls 
so I get up, I make my bed, I meditate and pray for five minutes. I know that's right. Then I go brush my teeth, oh. I get in the shower, and then I go sit on the couch and get on my computer and work on stuff for my businesses. Yeah. That's good. Because I will say, every time I call you, you do be on that little computer. Yeah. But it's like, it's really changed my life tremendously because even I think at one point, like I've always been a person who pray in the morning, but the book was saying, don't pray and don't meditate in your bed mm-hmm. because right. it makes it super easy for you to fall Fall back asleep. in to going to sleep. Yeah. You need to get out the bed. You need to be awake. You need to be up. And even another thing that I implemented into my morning routine too is like when I set my alarm, I don't leave it in my bed anymore. Like I put it on my. That's so a you good gotta idea. get out. So I have to get out. Yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah. idea. Because yeah. I'm a snooze motherfucker, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even with me Ooh. about to move, like I'm about to move in the next week, and when I move into my new place, I'm actually gonna look in. No crib, who this? Yes, <laughs> she get money. <laughs> but I'm she gonna I'm gonna look into getting the. <laughs> like timers I guess that'll turn the lights on for yeah. you at the same time yeah. so it'll turn the light on Baby, what ass you doing you gonna cut your light bill yeah. in the hand Pray, like, what ass she got <laughs> You can do it from your phone. You can turn it off. Oh, right. Because it's harder to stay. And it's harder to go back to go back to sleep and press the snooze. Yes, but yes. when your lights are on versus yeah. when it's dark in the room. So yeah, I think it's little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I have started going to sleep with my manifestations on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I told y'all about an episode before of about Tiana Major Nine. She actually has a whole album of manifestations, and I go to sleep to that every night of just repeating positive things. So I go to sleep thinking positive thoughts. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it just starts with just a positive mindset oh, yeah. and absolutely you got you to, know? I'm I'm a man, yep, we Any all about that. Um, yep. You with your grill you and all yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> you know the goal the goal is shine yeah, on the, the light. Shine the, the light on me. The goal get the frequencies <laughs> yeah. from the universe. You know what I'm saying? In case, I, in, in case my Anunnaki <laughs> brethren want to, you know what I'm saying, send something down through my chakras, yeah. That grill yeah. gonna get it done. But you know, when, when you, to me, I'm a, I, believe, I believe that in my heart. Like, yeah. when you're meditating, you're meditating to God, mm-hmm. to the universe, yep. also to the God in you. So mm-hmm. I look at it like, man, it's just like resetting your com- your inner computer right. where you got to meditate. Okay, this is what I'm meditating. I, matter of fact, I do this every verse I write since... I don't know, 2006, mm-hmm. every verse I've ever written, I, or written, excuse me, I, I, that's, that, that's the H-Town you know, snack. Right? <laughs> that's the you know, you know, you know, you know, We gotcha. Gotcha, nigga. You know Gotcha. Every verse. But, uh, before I write it, I go in, I sit down, I pray. I say a prayer with a be gone. I say a prayer, man, let me wreck, let me kill, whatever, you yeah. know. If, I'm doing a song with you, man, let me kill on this beat. What's song with me? Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, Because I'm going to kill. Yeah. You just said right. Who, whoever I'm oh, in the let's get in the studio. Yeah, let's go. No, I'm going to kill that let's shit. Go. Now, why would you say that? <laughs> I'm you too. You, you know what my nickname is? You know what my nickname is? You know, they got zero. They call me P-Row. 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 Because I be the swinging through the south side last night, baby. baby. I'm going okay. to kill. Paul, I got you. Yeah. And Whenever fun, you fact, ready. You was actually I was in the video. I was. I was. I used to think I wanted to be a video girl. I was trying to do anything to get out the hood. Yeah. I was just trying to make it. Hey, you okay. made it. You I made, made it. it. It worked. I'm here. Worked. I it am worked. here. That is we, so... We both have been in a few little Houston videos. I love a Houston video, boo. I used to pop up. They used to tell me, be there where? What time? <laughs> I used to be there yeah. early. What y'all need me to do? I am here. No, for real. I was in that video. I think you was in a video, too. Cups, cups up. Oh, yeah? With Kirko. Yep. Yeah. 
I am weak. That was like two You know what's crazy? Yeah. So, that was way before I moved yeah. to Atlanta. That's what's um, sure. Then y'all shot the Grills video in Houston, too, because I don't want to lie and say y'all did, but I think oh, y'all did. We, we shot it here in Atlanta. Oh, I feel I like... I thought we shot some of them in Houston, but no, we shot did. it all in Houston. Oh, oh no, no. Atlanta, okay, because I feel like there was Johnny some... Johnny came, though. There was some set I was on, but it was like Miracle Watts was there. Mm -hmm. You were there. And it was like, I can't remember what video set went on. It was a long time ago. It was ago. in Houston? Yeah, it was in Houston. It was just so long ago. Because mm -hmm. I used to be on all the sets now. I used to cut out my scenes. Cause <laughs> when it was my time, I would be like, oh. Yeah, this is my time to shine. I'm a shine. They be like, cut her out. Cut her out, bitch. <laughs> cut her out. But it's okay. I still got my shine. Yeah, bitch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to move on. So how many kids you got? I got two kids, but I got a blended family. Okay. Beyond that, shout out to my sister-in-law. Rest in peace to my other sister-in-law, Chastity. Yes. We got a we got a well-blended family, but okay. I got okay. two kids of the mine. Got you. Okay, so... Today, I wanted to talk about, should your children work hard or should people practice more of like giving their children and giving them the opportunities that they weren't awarded? Because I feel like sometimes in the black community, we um, talk about struggle too much. Mm -hmm. We like, oh, I struggled. I want my child to struggle and know the definition of hard work. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So you kind of look, even though you you really not white, you you on our side. Yes. So because you, I mean you didn't grow up in the next, you know, the white how they usually grow mm -hmm. up or whatever the case may be. So how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like, oh, I want my kids to work hard, or am I just gonna hand them everything because I'm Paul Wild, baby? I think you definitely can learn the lessons of what it takes to be a hard worker mm -hmm. uh, without the intense struggle where you like damn near homeless. You know what right, I'm saying? Like you, right. you don't have to, you can still learn those lessons. Like I can learn the lesson that the stove is hot without burning the house down. Right, you know, you exactly. Can, you can, it's, it's, you, you know, ain't got to tell you, right? I mean, definitely, you know, I work hard. My, my goal my whole life, of course I want to have cars and money and all that, but my mm -hmm. dream goal was to have a happy, healthy family. Mm -hmm. You know, be married with kids, be a, a husband, a great father. No, a make my mom, I want to make my mama proud. Yeah, I want right. to make, I want to make my my future ancestors, my descendants. But yeah. I call them, I call them my future ancestors. Right, <laughs> right, right. I want to make, I want to make them proud. So you know, a hundred years from now, somebody looking back at me like, man, yeah, he did us right. He made yeah. us proud. Yeah. So you know, it's you know, I, I look at it like, of course, I want my kids to have every opportunity I never had. I want them to to get them a step up as much as I can. Mm -hmm. You know, but I also understand is sometimes when you give somebody something, they take it for granted versus when it's, it, you know, it's just like, don't appreciate hey, I, man, you know, I, I buy my wife a car, okay? It might not be clean that much. But I tell you what, when she bought her own car, yeah, that car clean every, every day. day. Every she day. don't play, period. So, you know, it it, it kind of <laughs> go the same way. you working for, hard yeah. for it yourself or you pay for it yourself. And, and mm -hmm. it, that don't mean at all she ain't appreciated when I bought it for her. Right. Of course you do. And if you ask her which one she like more, she's going to say, I like the one you bought me. Yeah. I had to pay right. For it. Right. Right. But, but no doubt, like, you know, it's just something about it when you when you get it yourself or mm -hmm. when you put that effort in, you buy it or you work for it, you appreciate it a little bit more, you take care of it a little more. So there's ways that we can, you know, teach our kids that or teach our community that without... Xing them out, kicking them out. Nope, you got to do it on your own without yes, my Yes, you know? I yeah. hate that mentality that we have. Because even, like, I look at it, like, now, like, people, like, in their mid-20s, they'll uh -huh. see, like, a, a person, and they're like, oh, she still live with her mom, or he still live with his parents, or whatever the case may be. So? Right, right. Because you know what? I wish... You know, I come from a very, very small town outside of Houston, Orange. Orange okay. City. That's where I'm from. Fruit City. Golden Triangle? All day. That's part of the Golden Triangle? All day, every day. Yeah, okay. Stop playing with me. Okay. okay. 
What's so, up, BMT? Exactly. What's up, Porter? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop playing with me. So, um, yeah, so I'm from a very small town, so I feel like um, you're supposed to leave and, you know, right. spread your wings and grow. And I and I am so grateful right. that I did. But with that being said, I also, I didn't necessarily leave my nest. I literally went from my mom's house to my sister's mm-hmm. place in Houston. So, and I always had, I was covered. I didn't, I wasn't on my own financially <clears throat> until I moved to Atlanta in 2017 when I was 27 years old. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was, even when I was, I had my first apartment when I was in Houston, my mom was paying my rent. So I was able to explore and find things that I liked. That's why I, I talk about this on the show all the time. I thought I wanted to be a singer. I used to be in the studio all the time. I thought I wanted to be an actress. Right. I, mm-hmm. I, but I was able to try out those things because I wasn't pressed to be working to pay my bills. Right. Because I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do. Imagine if you would have had to, you forced to financially take care of yourself in every way, then, you know, your path would have probably been Completely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Way I would have been on the pole right, right. for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Right, right. I, I would have been twerking for a long time. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I feel you. It's, I mean, I, I don't. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Now we like judge each other and we'll talk. Oh, I still live with his mama. Right. That's that. what I'm saying. But that's okay. It's okay because you know what? I learned that like I am 33 years old. I just started becoming financially okay a year and a half ago to right. where I'm like, I am good. I'm not stressed out about my bills. Hey, the people that be on their own too, they be renting. So it's like, okay, if you, if you, because I was 17 in my own apartment. I so when I was, right. but I'm in the apartment. But you also Paul, you was motherfucking Paul Wall. I want Paul Wall. You been Paul Wall for a long <laughs> yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, but I mean, but even then it's like, okay, a lot of people, they go off and they, you know, they be like, yeah, I'm on my own. But you know, when you own the house, and it ain't nothing wrong with renting either, but people will just be like, they'll shit all over you just because they got their own apartment. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, you paying somebody else's mortgage. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, So ain't yeah. nothing wrong at all with staying, getting your shit together, and taking care of your up. shit, stacking up. Yeah, saving up, building your credit up, yeah. paying off your debt, whatever you got to do agree. just to, like, how could you, you know, and I think of all the people out there who, you know, are chasing their dreams, where they got a job that pay their bills, and they might lightweight be struggling, you know, just they making it, but they just barely making it, you know, but they chasing their dreams. Oh. And how can you chase your dreams and pay for equipment oh or pay God. for gas to get to wherever yeah. you got to get Ubers or just anything, natural, natural shit like food and drinks and shit like that. Like when you try to chase your dreams, when you barely making, making it, getting by, paying all your own bills, ain't nothing wrong at all. With find, having somebody have your back like that, like exactly, shit. yeah. I just I feel like it be so fucked up to me sometimes when people be like kicking their kids out at eighteen mm-hmm. and being like, okay, you gotta get it on your own. Like my parents was never that way with me, but I was like, I was kind of like you. Like I was like, look, I don't want to stay with y'all. Like I'm eighteen now, I'm grown, mm-hmm. so I went to school. Then when I graduated, I moved back to Houston and I immediately got my own apartment. But then I ended up having to live back with my parents for like a year when I was like 24 until I decided to move right. to Atlanta mm-hmm. and my parents welcomed me with, with open arms and I was able to save so much money so that when I did move to Atlanta I wasn't just out here struggling yeah, you know for the yeah. first six months yeah when I moved to Atlanta was like the hardest time in my life yeah. hands down I didn't have nothing that was the first time I was on my own financially and by the grace of God you know it was a short period of time. It was 
I mean, well, it wasn't short. Three years, that's a long time, kind of. Yeah. But compared to other people's struggle, that's really not that long, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I was living so bad that first year. I was like, okay, I got to make something pop. Like, I got to crack some jokes, nigga. Like, yeah. let me figure out how to make this pop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, but I feel like the... The reason I was able to move to Atlanta in the first place is because I had my sister there. I had my mom there. And I feel like we need to, like, let that be okay in right. our communities, period. If people want to stay with their parents, now it's different. Don't shame them. Don't shame them. But right. now, I'm not talking about the people that stay with their parents and, like, staying on the couch, playing video games all right. day. We right. talking about the right. people. Right, right. Because right. right. you know what? You can still stay with your mama and have a routine in the morning. Okay? okay. So when she gets up, you getting up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's a rule. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're training yourself for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Because even when I had a job, you know, I would wake up and I would go to work. And I used to go to work looking a fucking mess. And I realized I couldn't go to work no more. When the podcast started popping off because somebody came to my job, she was like, oh, my God, Lex P. And I'm behind the desk like, girl, can I check you in? <laughs> Bitch, you got to get your shit done. I'm at work. They don't know what I do. Yeah. They don't know I'm on here talking crazy. <laughs> I know. But I was like, okay, I need to get up in the morning. And mm-hmm. I need to. So I started, like, waking up, getting myself ready for work. And I just feel like it just prepared me for everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Stop shaming people because they live with their parents because I think it's amazing. Because you know what? Let me tell you something who does this But not even that. Diddy. I feel like that's what you work hard for. Yes. Like for me, I work hard. Like, I'm working hard right now to, like, build a legacy because I want my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids to be straight. Like, I don't want them to have to want for nothing. Right. Right. And not to say that they not going to still have to go through shit because I think we all understand, especially now, even now that we like getting money and stuff, mm-hmm. like, life still be lifing. Just because you got money. You'll still be having other problems, you know? So it's like everybody is still going to go through shit. But if I can help the future generations of my family not have to deal with financial struggle, why wouldn't I want to do that? Let me tell you something. Diddy give all his fire beats to his son. (laughs) He be eating that shit up, and I love it. He don't give his songs to nobody. Nobody can use shit but his son. And I love it. That's how you're supposed to be. That's how you're supposed to be. I mean, if you ain't going to look out for your kids. That's what I'm saying. So what do your kids want to do? You know, they kind of figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? They both love music. You know, they, okay. my son definitely love, you know, hip-hop. He, he'll bust a flow, too. Oh, now him. we got a little junior but coming. I, I, don't, I don't think he want to, like, be an artist. Okay. I can see him doing other... I'll tease him, too. Like, I asked him the other day, I said, hey, they want me to do a father-son uh, rap battle. You down to jump in with me? I just see what he's going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know, Dad. They might have us go against somebody like this or that. This. And I'm like, man, we'll kill him. He's <laughs> <laughs> but you know he, he's man him and my daughter they both it's crazy because they're just like me and they're just like my wife mm-hmm. so it's certain things I see in them like the, the, how they think you know they, they, how they rationalize and how they work things out in their mind is a lot like me but then it's other things like I'll see them just like my wife like creatively or how like I don't know I, I, I me being older you know I talk about this when you young you got that I don't care if they say no. What we gonna do it? They gonna yeah. have to tell us no. Yeah. But you know, once you've been told no a few times, you're like, ah, right. I don't know. They gonna tell us no, so you don't yeah. even try. You know, right. so I'm I'm old now, so I'm like, ah, yeah. they ain't gonna try. They gonna tell us no. Well, you know, my wife got that shit. They just gonna have to tell us no yeah. type of attitude. Yeah. You know, and I see that in my kids too. My daughter, she. She in a color guard at her school with the flag, so she be doing her thing, mm-hmm. yeah. But they both, my son, he in the 11th grade, my daughter in the 9th grade. My daughter, she, 
they both them been on, you know, a couple of albums here and there. Like my daughter would freestyle here and there. I put them on singing in the background or I rapping know, on, the, right. on the on the background or whatever. But I don't know if they really, you know, my wife also, she started off as a singer. She was in a singing group when I met her. Uh, and she sung on a few of my albums. She sung on a few classic little Kiki songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not really like a, a artist now. But she she does, you know, I will pull her in the studio here and there. And But mostly she's in the, you know, fitness, dance fitness. She's a dance yeah, fitness yeah, instructor. Mm-hmm. She got it popping. Chris Wild mixed mix fit. So mm-hmm. she's going in on that. But. You know, it still is is dance, so she learned a lot of the things she did when she was in a group, just different mm, choreo routines right. or just things like that. But they, I see, you know, my kids, like my daughter, she got that. Mm-hmm. Well, she, I see it like no doubt. She just knowing what it takes to make it, which is just hard work and luck. You know what I'm right, saying? Shit, talent is the least important it thing. It is. We say know? that all the time. Hard work and luck. See, we always say hard work in you know, consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. consistency. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you, I, the reason I started going so hard, I'm not going to lie, this might sound some, like some hater shit, cause, but I, I, sometimes I'm a hater. I don't care. <laughs> but I seen some people, I'm like, Ew, if they can do it, yes. I know yes. motherfucking I can. Yes. Yeah. They just work harder than me. Right. Because let me tell you, now, you're not going to outwork me. Right, right. Period. I don't care right. what you say. You not you not gonna outwork me. Like now that we got our removal routine. I'm telling you, I done made my bed at six thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. And shit. brush my teeth. What? I brush my teeth. Automatic lights on. You Stop know what I'm saying? Stop playing with me. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Okay. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl Dre and Nicole. And let me tell y'all, it is so important to have good creeps. Amen. Yes. So if you go to Chime.com, they are going to help you build your credit and get it all together. Yes, Chime reports payments to all of the credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Yes, so when you pay your bills on time, you're going to get credit for it. The average user saw an increase of 30 points. Yes, and sign up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Period. So you're going to go to Chime.com backslash poor minds. That's C-H-I-M-E.com backslash poor minds. Get your credit together. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular one-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact of score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except that money pass ATMs in S711 are all points or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So... Uh, we got we got another topic we got to okay. talk about. Okay, transition. Because, yeah. like I said, you are unproblematic king. I'm not gonna lie. Paul, you have been my favorite for a long... Look, I'm thank calling you, you Paul you. now because yeah, we friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been listening to your music since the beginning of time. And thank when you, I say you, you have never disappointed. Thank you. Never thank disappointed. You. And I want to talk about because, you know, you are, like I said, a legend. Like, people look up to you. Thank it has been a lot of... You know, people compare you to this and that. But you never get out... I have never seen you get out of character. Because I know people probably done tagged you and shit and, like, saying, like, mean things about you. So at what point in your career did you have to reach where you was like, you know what, I'm above this. I'm not going to react. Like, how did you get that tough skin? Because I'm not going to lie, I'm struggling with that right now. Same. Sometimes I be wanting to react. I am a, we are the pop-off queens. We're going to say something. We be trolling a little bit, though. When people say crazy shit to us, we say something mad because we know it's going to make them mad and, like, like, go viral. You know, I, I like, Okay, I, I try to react off of logic, not emotion. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when it's in the moment, 
Emotions are high. Yeah, right. so I'll be made. You gotta have a plan together. It's just a routine, just like the routine. Mm -hmm. You get your routine, you get your plan together before you get in a moment of somebody calling you out your name, doing this and that. Then it's second nature how you react. Now, we're in an era right now of matching energy. Mm, so yes. if you hate me, I hate you. If right, you fuck me, it's fuck you. Yeah. If you got love for me, I got love for you. Right. But I mean, I was taught to remain even killed no matter how you give me your energy. Mm. So if you come up wired up, talking shit, whatever, okay, well, I'm I'm cool, I'm calm, because you got to think long-term. You got to, what's most important, not what's going on right now. Mm. And you can throw everything away. No matter, you can work your whole entire life, and th it could all be gone like this off of one bad decision. One moment, yes, that's very true. So what is a situation like you've been in where you realize, you know what, I got too much to lose. Let me back away, even though I want to, like, punch this person in the face. It didn't be in a couple. Usually it'd be like at the airport when we. Oh, <laughs> the airport! Let me try you at the airport. Oh, on the plane. Come and, on, man! What's going on? Cut the bone off. What's going on? Cut the bone off, man. Hold on, like. No, no. Airport be wild. I don't want no smoke with the airport. Look, we not trying to look Delta. I need my scammer. I need my scammer. I don't want no problem. So, like, what's the situation that you've been in where you were like, okay, like I cannot lose my cool, or even somebody like tagged you on some stuff on the internet where you. You yeah. wanted to react and you didn't. It's been a few times. You know, there was uh, in the old Swisher House days when you you got people freestyling on the mixtapes and you don't necessarily know who is who unless mm. you know their voices. Right. Okay, and there's a, a, another rapper from the Swisher House, Big Tiger. His name was Paul. His first name was Paul also. Mm. And I remember somebody on Twitter uh, just having a whole hate campaign against me. I used to say the N-word. I ain't never said the N-word. Period. I, and I know you haven't because yeah. I, I had to double-check my research. I've been drinking a lot for the past yeah. six years. <laughs> like, I'm going to catch you. Remember. I'm going to catch you. I'm I'm said, I'm let me make yeah, sure you know. Paul didn't slip yeah, up on yeah. me. Yeah. That's, hey, that's how <laughs> We're going to call this episode Unproblematic King because he never said Said it, I, I remember this, one person was on a whole campaign. Yes, you did right here. Here's the clip. And it was not. I'm like, man, that ain't even me. That's Big Tiger. Right. But you right. said Paul. No, his name Paul, too. It's just, but, I mean, I understand if you, like, you know, from some somewhere you don't know. Right. You just don't know, you, you know. Don't know. But, yep. shit, it had been a couple times like that where, you know, it's another situation where one time on my Facebook, you know, this was like five, six years, eight years ago. So I don't know, 10 years ago. How, mm. 20, 100 years ago. I don't know, yeah. shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, I wasn't really too active on my Facebook and a company came to me and said, hey, look, you can get paid. Uh, this is before monetization, but they're like, hey, you can get paid like off of clicks or like clickbait type of shit. Yeah. So they would post shit and I ain't give a fuck. I'm not on there. I ain't using it. Right. I don't care. So shit, they would post shit. They would get clickbait and it'd be some weird ass shit. Some of it would be memes and it'd be like, you know, hey, you know a bitch got good pussy, this and that. And I'm and with a picture of me and I'm like, wait a minute. I, and I ain't know, so I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not seeing this, but it's like a daily thing, and it's you know inward this and inward that, and oh on the meme, God. and it's just me. And I'm with like, with your grill in like yeah, this, yeah. And I'm like, I'm weak. We, 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 we saw it, we, like once we finally caught up, because people will say, "Hey man, what you posting on your Facebook?" What's up? Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, look at him, like, whoa, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I, my wife, my mama on Facebook, my mother-in-law say, man, we ain't, we ain't doing yeah, none of this. Yeah, there ain't gonna yeah. be no words and nothing. Nah. We can't do none of that, you know. So that you know, there's there are times like that, but it usually be off of like miscommunication or like misunderstandings. Like you know, it's other times where you know somebody will try to call me out for something, but it's like 
I ain't say that. It's a yeah. mess. So, it, so it's funny to me because it's like, man, you got the whole thing you know, wrong. You don't do nothing. But then you just be feeling like it's no need for me to respond to this because yeah. I know I didn't say right. it. Right. Right. Okay. And it, it's like a. It's. I mean, and it's sometimes you do gotta address it because you yeah. could you could think I ain't say it ain't no mean it, but everybody. Okay, I'll tell you another time, man. Look, sometimes if you don't say nothing, then people feel feel like, like you did yeah. say. You man, try to avoid it. I was I went on BET. This was in the early days. I went on BET and I was talking about you know how the Texas camaraderie is, and I was saying, but. We throw that out the window when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we we ride for each other's cities like rappers, just rapping yeah. from that yeah. city, or whatever. But when, but it, when it comes to sports, to sports oh. man, if the you Rockets playing, yeah, yeah, you a Cowboys fan? Are you? Yeah, are you a Texas fan? So we were talking about that, and I said something about the Spurs, and I was talking about the early days when they went in championship. This is when they knocking the Rockets out the playoffs. So I'm like, fuck the Spurs. They knocking the Rockets out the playoffs. They went on to win all their championships. Well. The people in San Antonio, they didn't take kindly to me oh, saying this no. about the Spurs. Sports people are crazy. Right. But hey. w- but the way they mistook it was that I was hating on San Antonio. Nah, I'm mm. hating on the Spurs. Right. <laughs> I love you San Antonio. You ain't got nothing to do with the city. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. I love the Spurs, too, when yeah. they ain't playing the Rockets. Right. Well, they playing the Rockets, shit, I'm around the Rockets. You can't sell no tickets out there no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's one of the things where it's like, I ain't even say that, so why am I going to even address it? Right. But it, it got to be pretty big where I'm getting death threats. Oh, my they like, God. No, but sports yeah. people are crazy. Yeah. So I had to like, let, look, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let me clear the air. I ain't say nothing about San Antonio. Like, hold on. Yeah. Not right. okay. San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And only when they playing against the Rockets. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's four mm-hmm. times a year. <laughs> <laughs> so you you pretty good. Like you just like a level headed person. Yeah, I try I try not to get caught up in my own hype. It's something mm-hmm. we used to always. That's a good thing to say too. Yeah. My boy, rest in peace, Lou Hawk. We used to always say that. Like we talk about each other. Ah, you getting caught up in your own hype. You getting caught mm-hmm. up in your own hype. So it's something where I just. I try not to get caught up in my own hype, just knowing that, you know, I only when you only see it from your perspective and everybody love you, then it's hard to see what the reality is. I call know? that blind love. I talk about that a lot because I have a lot of people that I'm cool with in this industry and I'm like, you need to slow down a little bit because you fucking up. Because they only see because the people that you, love them. You see right. this, you see these like, Okay, maybe it might be like a thousand people who are like, yes, 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 yes. But you don't realize you're offending 300,000 people right. behind them. Right. And you got to straighten up a little bit. Right. And you need to get it together because the way you're speaking. And I feel like even with our show, we have grown so much as women. Like, we started this show when I was 27. You was 27. 27. So I was, what, 25? Yeah. Like that. So yeah. I feel like now it's like it's people grow and they change. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the stuff, uh-oh, you used to, like, rap about and the right. stuff you rap about now is completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that's the thing that I love about being, like, a creative and probably what you love about being an artist is just, like, the growth that people can respect and witness, right. you know? Yeah, yeah sure. but I think you just also have to be mindful, too, of, like, the people that you offend and, like... Also, just not trying to offend right, me. Right, because you Maybe. know what? There's a difference between, like, acknowledging something and justifying it. Yeah. And I want to shout out to uh, Keita Rose on TikTok because she had shouted this out. She said there's a difference between acknowledging things and mm-hmm. justifying it. When you're justifying something, you're like, they did this and it's okay because. Right. Versus acknowledging something, you're like, okay, I, this is what happened and I'm acknowledging that this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's two yeah. totally different, you know, like, situations. So A lot of, a lot of people feel like, well, I offended you. But 
in my mind, it's not offensive, so I shouldn't have to apologize. Right, right. Or, or, or yeah. it's like, I offended you, now you got to convince me that I offended you. Right, exactly. You know, it's like, of, just acknowledge, yeah. but acknowledge what you did. Feel. Like, right. That's the thing. Like, you have to take into account that, like, people's feelings are valid. Right. right. If people's they feel feelings, offended, right. and they feel offended, just apologize. Right. right. And, and you know what? And I'm not even saying that sometimes you don't maybe have to apologize, yeah, but you have to acknowledge why y'all's views are different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not saying you have to justify what they think or justify what you think, but you have to acknowledge things. Or sometimes just don't speak. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're not sure... Man, that's the best advice. Hey, look, he like, hey, that's my thing. That's why it, I'm still No, here. seriously. You don't talk to yourself in the If you're unsure, you don't know what to say, sometimes just don't say nothing. Right. Period. I think I do that all the time. Like, if I'm not sure about something that I need to say, I'm just not going to oh, say shit. that's why... I'm going to just be quiet. I be getting kissed all the time. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it me. I'm the trouble. Yeah. Okay, so, so now... now it's to get into the bed. Hey, the bed. Bow, 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 bow. Okay, so... Yes, I want to talk about this. Okay, so first, before we get into this topic, let's talk about your relationship. Because you have been... How long have y'all been together? It's been, uh, I think this is our 16 year being married. Ooh. 17 year being married. Mm. Yeah, we've been together 19 years. Mm. Oh, wow. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Okay. Because when did you know, like, this was the one? And I got to... Okay, I first met... I got to lock it down. I first met my wife on TSU campus. Oh, shout out to TSU, my alumni. So you went period. to TSU? Well, I, I did. I he, went up there every week. He went up there. <laughs> I was up there. I, I graduated was from TSU. Yes, I was at Prairie View, TSU every week. <laughs> but I was enrolled at the University of Houston. Oh, okay. I'm weak. I But, you know, I, was, I, I met her at TSU, but she had a boyfriend who, just coincidentally, I went to high school with. Mm. At the, but I met her, you know, on TSU campus. And then years later, a few years later, I met her at a nightclub when she was in a singing group. I'm out there trying to sell my CDs. Mm. She's out there selling her CDs. I bought one. It was scratched. Me and Goo used to have a, a club we had every Thursday. You go way back. We go way, way back. Time. Yeah, we, we go way <laughs> back. We got a bunch of Lamar Senior Girl parties we could, we could tell you stories about, too. You know, we... Oh, LSG. God. Now, what? Well, well, we're going to... No, he know. was probably past when LSG, because by the time LSG was popping, he was on. Well... Nah, it was way before I got to high yeah, school. Yeah, in, in 90, by 98, yeah. 97, 98... It was like a legacy. There, was, there would be a lot of... Me and Goo used to do... Look, me and Goo used to do high school parties. Okay. So we would do our own high school parties. Oh, so wait, we, Dre was definitely there like, oh, it's your girl, Dre. Yup, yeah. Freshman Probably year. so. Dre yeah. was definitely there. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> but, okay, so. But we used to do parties, uh-huh. and we, had, we would have, like, the rights to the places that do the parties, because mm-hmm. we're professionals. So right, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We ain't trying to tear stuff up. We trying to come back and do another party next right, week. Right, exactly. So, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the venues, like the hotels or whatever, they would only rent out to us. Because they knew we would be on point, take care of everything. We'd have whatever security we need. We ain't going to be just ruckus, breaking windows, breaking everything. So we had it on lock. So it'd be people trying to throw parties that can't get to venues. Mm. But we'd have it on lock. We're already doing it every week. So we would promote a lot of the Lamar Senior Girl parties as well. And it'd be like at our venues or things. So shout out to Lamar Senior Girls out there. Period. Not a connection. Yeah. Yes. So y'all, yes. I can't remember. What was the name of that venue? It was like off of... Raisewood Inn? No, off of 59 and Bissonette. 
Oh, cornbreads? No. Oh, oh, cornbreads. rhythms? Oh, no, rhythms was no, a little bit down, isn't it? Rhythms. It was something else. I can't remember the name. Cornbreads is But it was, like, right by that water right yeah. off of 59. Okay, so you met your wife. So when did you right know, there. like, I got to lock this in? Like, this is the one. Okay, I bought a CD from it. It was scratched. Mm-hmm. And we used to do, do, we used to have a, a Thursday night at this club. And she came, and I was like, oh, this is... When I seen her, it was like when I seen her that time. Even though I had already seen her twice before, that that she's third fine. time I seen her, oh, let's just say oh, yeah. that she's very oh, yeah. fine. <laughs> but it was I felt it in my soul. It was like damn. I, it was like something like what, like right now if I don't know if Beyonce walk in here, we're all gonna be like, oh, it's Beyonce. Right. Where it's just that, the energy, and, and I don't even. I'm not speaking on how she looks. I just mean like her energy. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, and that, that's how I was with my wife. So I was like, I, I I couldn't take my eyes off, and it was like damn. I got quit staring at her, and it was shit. It was just. It was for sure 100% love at first sight, but it was one of them things where we both got to go through the procedure of making sure, you know, I ain't mess with none of her friends. Mm, she ain't mess with none yeah. of my friends like that or whatever. Even though she did, you used to date my, my boy I went to high school with, but it was like she didn't date goo. You yeah. know, so it was like, okay, look, as long as you didn't date goo, you yeah, get the pass. That's the deal breaker. Okay, <laughs> so this is what we want to talk about because y'all have been together since the beginning. Mm. Like, you came in the game because, you know, the girls be looking when it's a new rapper in the game. Oh, he new girl. How can I get him? Yeah. So for the bed topics today, we're going to talk about avoiding temptation in the industry. Mm. So... Y'all were together when you first started. Like, she, you know, she locked in. and yeah. She had her a good one from the get-go. So how did you avoid, you know, the, the groupie situations, all that, and knowing what you yeah. had at home and still trying to have that rapper image? It's a few things. Number one, you know, what do you want most? Don't mm-hmm. sacrifice what you want most for what you want right now. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, before I, when I was single... I seen all the time my homeboys who had tens. There was their girls, you know, a, a great job, take care of them. Anything you could, like, if you make a list right now of what you want in a significant other or mm-hmm. whatever, girlfriend, boyfriend, they everything on the list and the bonus round, you know, mm-hmm. and they still would be cheating on them with some dog-head-looking girls. Ooh, like, talk about it. Come on, Pop. Let me pull up. And they throw it all away. It'd be all, you know, all gone, everything. Right. And it's like, man, and I see, like, immediately how sex really is a drug. Even mm-hmm. though it's looked at more cool, it's cool because of sex. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if somebody was doing that with crack, we wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you player. You, you smoke crack, you player. No. Yeah. So it's like, man, you making crackhead decisions, you know, yeah. Because like, sometimes it's an addiction, too. It really it is. It really is. Yeah. It really is. I feel like, I, I was talking about this with my friend the other day. I feel like a lot of times men, and sometimes women, let me not just say that, they make decisions because... Um, Avoid. They want. They want to fuck this person. They want right. to have I mean, sex with this person. Flesh. It's the the flesh, yeah. the lust of it. And then after they get that, everything stops. Yeah. But you and know, be like my shoot, my daddy was a hoe, so fuck. Right, I did it with right, him. Right. Like they rationalize it like that. Or not that you saying it's generational. Yeah, yeah. I told you. Yeah. Nah, that's how they rationalize. That it. So me. then it's my, then it's not my responsibility. Right. It ain't my responsibility because it's been going on, and they ain't teach me. It's so right, yeah, it ain't right. my fault. I'm just yeah. gonna work. But on top of that, you know, it's a who you keep around you you know I always had people around me who supported my relationship they cared about our, my and they relationship lo- and they liked her right she's a likable person yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then on top of that is you know I'm a firm believer in karma so mm. even if I could go mess with somebody and no one ever know about it What's to stop my wife from going to mess with somebody and I would never know about it mm. right so I mean even though she can do that if I'm out here cheating on her 
Then if she cheat on me, what the fuck I can say? I can say, well, shit, I, yeah, I got what I deserve. But, mm. if, you know, shit, I, if I'm doing right and putting my best foot forward, that don't mean that she not going to cheat on me. But, you know, the expectations are a little higher if everybody right. on point, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely, you know, it's those things, just keeping good people around me who care, who want us to, to survive, want us to win as a, a, a couple. And then, you know, doing right by her from what I would expect by her. And a lot of that come from, okay, I'm going, in every situation I'm ever in, I'm going to act as if she's right there in the room. Mm. Period. Because a lot of people will, uh, whatever, you know, get a little oh, flirty, but because she ain't yeah. dead. No, no, I didn't mean that, but okay, you got to handle yourself. If she right there in the room every time, and then I look at it like... Because y'all are representation of, of each, each other. other. Exactly, right. And, and like I, I said, I like I said, I've been a fan for you for a long time. I, I became a fan of her just off of the strength of you because how well y'all represent each other because you know what? Okay, so we have a thing on the show. We talk about BDBs, big dick ballers, you know, the men, the men's with the money, you know, the people that got it. So, but like I said, when we first started this show, I was 27, I'm 33 now. So when I first started this show, it was more like, oh, get a nigga with money. Take, 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 take. And it's like now that um, I've grown into this woman that I'm becoming and I realize I have things to offer and I don't want somebody who's just take, take, taking. It And y'all's yeah. relationship is a perfect example because all you are Paul Wall, but don't get it twisty. Yeah. She is Chris, Chris Wall. Wall. Like, yep. don't play with her. Like, she still has yeah. her own businesses, and she was very much, okay, I'm investing in myself as well. I have my own businesses. Because, right. you know, a lot of times you see these rapper girlfriends or their these wives, fiancés, whatever, and their kind of whole persona is their baby daddy, right. their husband. Right. She, girl, she got her whole own thing. Definitely. Like, you're not even going to realize mm-hmm. Paul Wall, her man, till you scroll down right, a little right, bit. Because right. she got a lot going on. And a lot of people who are self-made, you can't tell them nothing. Right. So even in a relationship, you can't tell them. They self-made. They don't, at the end of the day, they fine without you. Right, that's, exactly. That's their mind frame. So. And I think sometimes being faithful, too, just comes from knowing that, like, I got something that I probably won't find again. Right. right. Like, why I want to fuck it's this beautiful. up for, like, momentary pleasure? You oh, know? my gosh, right. it's beautiful. We, yeah. we were both blessed. You know, her parents were married. Rest in peace to Mr. Charles. Her dad, they were married for, you know, 30 some years. Mm-hmm. My parents, my, my mom and my stepdad, they've been married for, you know, 30 some years. Mm-hmm. You know, even though my mom and my biological father, that, that didn't work out. That was for the better for me. You right. Know, really. mm-hmm. um, but, you know, so even, you know, we, we come from a back, my grandparents, you know, I only had one set of grandparents, but they, rest in peace to both of them, they, you know, they were married my whole life, never got mm-hmm. divorced. So, you know, it, it, we, we had role models that we can look to. And all the, you know, even my wife, she got aunts and uncles that are single. But she also got aunts and uncles that are, you know, married, married. committed, that we can look to as, like, different role models, mm-hmm. that, you know. And a lot of people, people always tell us that, that me and my wife are relationship goals. But they don't understand that, you know, we think in our mind that it's a fairy tale. Everything's happy. Man, me and my wife fight all the time. So did you always... We argue like, about who cut the light on, yeah. you know? <laughs> you know, you close the refrigerator. But that's real shit, yeah. though. But that's so real did sh- you always think partnership was really important, or do you feel like y'all just grown into being, like, partnership goals? I always sought it out. Yeah. Like, me per- like my wife, really, if you really want to be all the way, all the way real, my wife, the first girlfriend I ever had in my whole life. Oh, wow. I didn't, of course, I'd have messed with plenty of yeah, girls yeah. or right. went on dates or whatever, yeah, but right. I ain't never in my life called a girl my girlfriend until, until my wife. wife. Yeah. Period. 
but I, I always looked for that though. I always looked for something long term, sustainability, mm-hmm. you know, in a family. Like I always wanted that type of foundation. Not that it was built off of fame or success or identity or something like that, but just built off of love and support. Uh, so, and I, and I even remember back when I was like 17, me and Slim Thug talking and. You know, Slim Thug always been His balling. views on relationships are crazy. Because I be watching his live. He don't believe in none of that stuff. That's almost like, how did y'all friendship yeah. sustain? Because he is like, I want a young bitch. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, he, he love that shit. He, he go through his cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He go through his cycles where he in a committed relationship. And he like, yeah, Paul, we going to double date. You know, this bitch. Then he'll be back in his cycle. You know what I'm saying? Look again. What's up, man? You know, Sugar Daddy Slim. Yeah. All that. We love a sugar daddy slim. Nah. Yeah. We always oh, tell boy. the young girls, go, go get you some sugar yeah. daddy slim. I, but, I remember though, he, he, you know, having this conversation and him saying like, because he was looking at a Bentley, he was about to get a Bentley, and he he got a Bentley. We was in, mm-hmm. in high school, and like that boy Slim always been top tier. He man. always had, always he been, been that nigga. Slim Thug never missed the summer. Slim, I'm right. not gonna lie, Slim has always been that nigga. Like since I was in yeah. high school, middle yep. school, always. Yeah. yeah. But he, I remember having that conversation. He talking about his, you know, the Bentley. He hype about it. He like, man, what kind of car you want? And me just being like, man. I don't know. I don't know, because we, I didn't really have no car like that where it was just like, I'm going to save up for this. I really Wait, want this. Wait, what school did you go to? I went to Jersey Village. Oh, okay. The men come in here. Graduated in 98. What it do? Uh, yeah. We gotta have comedian. Yeah, what's up, man? Come yeah, on the podcast, man. You come pull up with, with, with my homies. Yeah, what's what up? Saying. Okay, keep going. But talk. yeah, <laughs> and I remember just having the conversation and telling him, and he was like, "Well, what you want? Like, what you want? A house or something? I know you ain't grinding for nothing." And I just remember having a conversation, telling him, "I know it sounds corny, bro, but I just want to be happily married with a family." I know that's like, right. And him just and and him being like, "Well, yeah, I want that too." Well, I don't know if he. I don't know if he ever. Wanted like to be married, but I, you know, he's a great father, a great, you know, oh, he's, he's a great a family man father. too. He has, I a, love that. He got a shout out to Slim whole family. He got a great family yeah. man. He got a strong support system. Yeah, uh, you know, but you know. But honestly, I feel like some people just get like you were very blessed and lucky to find an amazing woman because yeah. I'm not gonna lie. On this podcast, we do talk about how men ain't shit yeah. a lot. But honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Women ain't shit either. Right. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Like the pickings are very slim for just good I mean, people I think in these general. Days, I think it's the generation though. It's, yeah, it's slim pickings on both. It's sides. It's sl- slim pickings on both sides. Yeah. So you are very blessed, and I'm glad that you were be able, like you were able to realize that. Because yes. a lot of men and women sometimes don't realize what they have. Right. Till it's over. Yeah, till it's done, yeah. and they trying yeah. to play catch up. Only do it. Praise God. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Dre Nicole. And navigating through any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. That's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed embedded therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash PoorMinds. That's BetterHelp.com slash PoorMinds. So now we're going to get 
into the vibe. Hey. The vibe. Bow. 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 Okay. Look. This is how I know you a rapper for real. We about to go to the stoop. I know they I know they watching like, man, is he gonna keep sipping that Pinot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep taking sips, but I, he ain't getting no, I no soda. <laughs> I'm a drinker now. They know they like Lex drunk already. She having a great look, I'm having a ball. Yeah. I keep saying this, but I'm so glad you are here. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the bop of the week. Okay. So y'all know I love the Afro beats. I love tunes. Somebody sent this to me. His name is CK. The song is called Lose You. Honestly, the whole album is fucking dope. I love people who talk about real life and real situations. When I feel like he wrote this album, I feel like he was going through a lot of shit. So, there's a song on the album before this one. I think it's called, like, Cheat On You, Cheat On Me, or something like that, where he was talking about, like, I cheated on you because you cheated on me, period. And then this song later in the album is talking about, oh, I don't want to lose you. My bad, mm-hmm. my bad. Because mm-hmm. that's how it be. Every... Bad action comes with the consequences, and you got to live through that. So he has a song called Lose You, and it's absolutely amazing. It's featuring a girl named Ronesia, and it's just a really good song. So if you like the Afro beats and the vibe, this is the song for you. Love it. Shout out to CK. I'm I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you, period. What you been listening to, Lil Drea? Girl, so I actually just had this as my bop a few weeks ago. So you gonna make it your bop again? But it's like the remix. So tomorrow's who with Love Real Love? Ooh! And Cardi. Hey, Cardi. Cardi okay. 8. Cardi 8. And then the visuals <laughs> came out, and I feel like that just added to it. Yeah. I really love Love Real Love. I love... I said this. But I love Cardi too. Like I feel like no, the way I love I feel Cardi. Glow really is the way I felt about Cardi. Mm. Three, and then four let years me tell y'all something. I tweeted yeah. this. Like, I, it's just raw tally. Let me tell you something. I tweeted this when we first walked out to FNF. I said, Glorilla is different. She is. Give her a chance and yes. listen. And everybody was like, damn, that song ain't even been out. So they was like, they was trying to get on my ass. Y'all see what I said now. They tried to TikTok. They, you know, yeah. they, 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 yeah. I can tell the difference. I, Paul, I swear to you, I can tell the difference between like a TikTok artist and somebody who really got it. Yeah. Because when when FNF dropped, I went back and I listened to her old stuff. I said her voice a little different. Right, right. Like that verse kind of hit me a little mm-hmm. different. So I was like, let me go listen to her old shit. Glorilla is a star. She is. And yeah. she got it. That it factor about her is a little, little, little different. And I like the fact, you she's know. Not no one hit wonder, she's not no one-hit wonder. She's not no one-hit wonder. And you know yeah. what? This is what I love about the industry because at the end of the day, the real gonna shine. You know, Beyonce went viral on TikTok with um, Cuff It. Yeah. Beyonce don't be on fucking TikTok because when you make Beyonce good... Beyonce ain't even got a TikTok. When you make good music... It's going to do what it's supposed yeah. to do. It's going to find a way. Yeah. I mean, there's so many songs. Chris Brown, that Under the Influence, he made... That was on his old album. That was actually one of my bop of the weeks like two years ago. Mm. And the song went viral this year and he just is getting like acknowledged for it. Well, TikTok is like a whole other world because even on TikTok, like they got a umph challenge right now. Remember that song? Put a little umph um, in it. Jagged and it's like a whole challenge on TikTok that's okay. like going viral. But that's Everybody's what I'm saying. When you make good music, music yeah. it's gonna get its recognition mm-hmm. no matter what. So I feel like Glorilla, I love it. Yeah. People yeah. gonna shine, period. Y'all know what it is. Are y'all up on Big Jade from Beaumont? Bo- I've heard Come of on that now. Yeah. 409. Yeah. I fuck 
with Big J because you know what? That girl can really she rap. She be going in. She be going in. Yeah. Now, she had a little... The reason that I found her was because she was having like a little back and forth beef with somebody uh-huh. and she ate. Yeah, she it ate wasn't. She ate them. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna like. I'm not trying to like of pick course, sides. Of yeah. Course, yeah. But what I'm saying is her bars. Yeah. Oh, she gonna eat every time. Yeah. She yeah. can really rap. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I like the glow realists coming out because Jade, if she, I just I'm get the right team yeah. around you, right. girl. Right. You you a Jade, man. She going with the Jade, right song. Man, she hard. Yeah. Jade is hard. Oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. super super hard. So yeah, I fuck with Big J. Shout out to Four Hundred Nine. Yeah. The Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. She, she can really rap, but that's yeah. what I I really want the 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 rap game to get back to that. Like, yeah. who cares? I mean, look, I love a BBL. I done got sixteen of them, but to fuck the BBLs, who is rapping, bitch? Yeah. Who is rapping? Yeah. Which one of y'all can really rap? Which one of y'all? Because I want to hear a yeah. good. Fu- I want to hear yeah. some. I need some captions, bitch. Like yeah, some captions. I need, need some, a good, some quotables. Yes, I need some. Quotables. Quotables. I yes. love a quotable. So what you be listening to? Okay, my bop of the week is, I know it's been out for a little while now, but Gifted Hands, Why Not Start? That's my motivation. Every time okay. we're on the road, we jam, man. Why plate. not start? Yes, gifted yes. Hands, Why Not Start, man. Gifted Hands. Yeah, he, Okay, man. so talk about that for a little... My boy Gifted Hands, he on social media. Um, you know, I don't know if you see him. I mean... It's just a motivational song, just mm. about him saying, you know, why not start? He talk about, you know, times, you know, being rough, feeling like he wasn't, wishing he wasn't ever born, mm. you know, just because he's struggling, going through things, and he's just talking about, you know, shit, why not start, man? And right. You know, you see him on there, he got, you know, he, he oh, got... Look, I pulled it up quick. Yeah, my hands guy. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he from? I think he's from Virginia. Okay. This is my boy from Virginia, and he got, like, his, his hands not there, kind of like, I don't know if they got... Cut off, or he was born like that, okay. or something. But he Wait, be no, going in. He got some shit. Oh, he don't got hands. Yeah, and he. I thought you was lying through your grill. Yeah, he Get, really gifted don't got hands. hands. Let's go. Period. <laughs> I just was making sure because you know yeah. niggas be lying through their grill. I had to make sure you was telling the truth. And I, man, I, I know it must. You know, it's probably tough because shit. If everywhere it go, that's what everybody talk about. Oh, you don't have hands. But yeah. it's like shit. You listen to his music, you would never. Mm. You won't even know that. Yeah, like he, man. I like that. Very inspirational. Okay, so, because, you know, we have a lot of young listeners. Mm. Give us a Paul Wall playlist. If they want to listen to Paul Wall, what should they pull up? Okay, definitely, you know, Drive Slow. Kanye. Period. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause you ain't you ain't. I, I got name dropped for the youngsters. I was I was hoping you was gonna say that. I was like, he better say drop slow. Thank you, thank you. Period. Yeah. Okay. Three for me. No, literally. From you, top three for me. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. ate. This still tipping with Mike Jones. Of course. Classic. Then uh, 106 Park top yeah. 10. Of course, another one of the top. We so we do karaoke at the show. We just did grills the other day. We did. Fire song and you ate. And you let's, did. Let's talk, talk about, about the grill. <laughs> Shout it for the people. Period. No, you got to give me a bottom grill. I'm not playing. My teeth yellow, but my dime is white. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more songs that people gotta go like. Okay, I fuck like what Paul Wall. Break them off. I'm gonna yeah, break them off, off real bad. bad with my boy Lil Kiki. Dog, you got some songs on you, boy. Yeah, thank you. Got you got some motherfucking songs. 
Then I, then I had to bring it back to sitting sideways with Big Pokey. Sitting oh, sideways with Big Pokey. I'm telling you, you got some hits. I just had to let, because we got a young crowd. So yeah. Yeah. I need y'all to understand what the yeah. fuck is going hey, show, on. Hey, show school some love, man. Yeah. Show yeah. school some love, man. Period. Period. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not a I'm game I'm trying to get my right Spotify now. numbers up, man. I'm y'all telling you. Love, I'm telling you. Like, if you don't, like, if the, the kids, they don't know what's going on. Because you know what? I feel like the younger generation, they just know like TikTok artists mm-hmm. and they so if somebody see like a picture of Paul they'll be like oh my god who is yeah, this it, yeah. and cancel culture is being oh look at this man with this grill yeah. man first of all be yeah, yeah. relax a legend in the game <laughs> thank okay you, thank you so now we're gonna get into the pour your heart out segment of the week this is our favorite segment I love answering y'all questions so whether we gave y'all great advice or whether we fucked your life up make sure you email us at ask. Poorminds at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon member, make sure you put that in the subject line because you can skip the line because, you know, y'all get access before the time. Benefits. Hello. Benefits. Hello. So we're going to answer some Patreon perks and you got to give your best advice, Paul. Okay. Okay. Give it to them real good now. Not that you paying for that advice. They do. They do. (laughs) Okay. So question one says, hey, Dre and Lex. So I've been casually dating this guy for a little over a month now. We seem to vibe really well together. He's funny, real, and most importantly, he's an up-and-coming BDB. Big Dick Baller. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I say up-and-coming because he's um, he's only 22 and I'm almost 24. Anyways, I went to his house to chill with him a few weeks ago, and despite me wanting to fuck him real bad, I decided to keep it cute and make him wait for it, considering that things were still a little fresh. Fast forward to yesterday, I went back over there and I was ready to show him how I'm coming. He gave me head, which was decent. He hasn't given any bitch oral since his last relationship two years ago, so I got the vibe that he was really feeling me. When it was finally time to fuck, he couldn't get it up. I eventually just got up, put my clothes back on because what the fuck. I was low-key embarrassed because that's never happened to me before. Like, I know my pussy is good, and I can tell he was a little embarrassed too, but that's not the point. My question is, is it normal for a guy that's physically attracted to you to fail to get hard? Like, I really fuck with him, but IDK, that's a red flag. Should I give him a second chance? Okay, I got some advice. Okay, give us your advice. Okay, you need to go to Black Vegan TV, <laughs> a Black Vegan Health Tube, and get some, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that shit called? Hold up. Let me, I got the advice right here. Get this for him. I'm, I'm going to tell you right here. There's going to be some, what's it called? What's that root called? My boy, okay, okay, yeah, let us know. This is going to really, this really, this is some real advice. This is going to really help. Because I feel like a lot of times men just, it, it be like an intimidation factor. Yeah. You know, like sometimes men just be not knowing what to do. Okay, let me see. Let me let me find the, let me find the, find the right one. His name Black Vegan? Nah, this Mo Legends. Oh, Mo Legends. Mo Legends, but, yep, okay. M-O-L-E-G-E-N-D-S, Mo Legends. But also, he you know, he, he promote a lot of products, you know, black sea moss, um, all kind of Oh, stuff. so you feel like it's like a health thing with him? No, but I was just going to say that off top, that can, you know, you know, <laughs> Oh, it can or help. Or the Tungat root. Is okay, that what it's called? Okay, the Tungat okay, root. Got something you, like got that. You. Tungat root. Okay. Something like that. It's called something Tungat root. But go to my boy Mo Legends. Mo Legends. You're going to have you, man, you're right. But so, I, will yeah. say this, I will say this, though. It could be a number of things. It could be stress. 
It could be an uh, intimidation factor. He just want to put it on you and then just, oh, man. And, maybe you know, just maybe he nervous. Maybe he yeah. nervous. Maybe it's a medication thing where he then has some type of medication. Yeah, he got a cold, so he took some cold medication or whatever. But I think I think it's very normal. Cold medication do that? I mean, it can. For real? Now, if it's drink. Oh. The drink going yeah, to okay. have me like this. Really? Yeah, yeah, but... But I heard it make you slow, like... I mean, I don't know. It's just to each his own. Yeah. It's some people that do that. Mm. Some people, it's limp noodles. Some people that have you, like, it's the tongue at root. But, yeah. <laughs> well, what's called? but I mean, I, I will say I do believe, you know, I think it's probably normal that this happened not, like, all the time, often. Mm. Right. But I think it does happen to a lot of guys. It's just a lot of, maybe a lot of the other the partner might not know because yeah. they just playing it off. And they internalize it yeah. too. Like. So 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 if, if if I can't get it up and I know like, damn, I'm having trouble. Shit, I'm not going to go into bed with you. I'm going to be like, nah, I don't feel good right now. You know what I'm saying? I got like, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, I'm going to start a fight. Yeah. So that now you don't want to come, you don't want to mess with me. You know, you mad at me. So right. Right, well, I got out of it. Yeah, but the, the, but the true factor is that yeah. I can't get it up. But I mean, I don't know. I think you it, you know, it might have happened to me before when I was taking, like, NyQuil or something, but... Not a little NyQuil. Uh, I, I mean, know. I, and I drank I up in my cup. I don't want to tell anybody that that's the problem and that's, like, why we can't... Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't... Because I can't think of no specific time that, like, that me and my wife didn't have that, but... I mean, it like probably said, has her, happened, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it had yeah. nothing to do with her. It was oh, like, yeah. yeah nothing at all to do with her. And I yeah. think that's what women do. We internalize right. that. We think something is wrong with us. So, girl, nothing is wrong with you. Yeah. Maybe he just has some things going on. Yeah. Right? Oh, and, and especially if he, I mean, I think if he went down on her, too, and he ain't did that for two years... <laughs> Then maybe Period. he knew. He might have knew. Right. Shit, I got to at least let me just try to go in so that way if I can't get it up, at least I didn't, man, whatever. I just got to do it. I tried. And how do we know that it really been two years? He might be lying. He, he, he might be lying. Love, they love a good lie. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Okay, next question. Hey, Dre and Lex, love you both down. What about I, me? <laughs> Look, they didn't know you were going to be getting you a surprise. Hey, Dre, Alex, and Paul. Love all three of y'all down. Hey, we love you, too. We love you, too. We, should, we love our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. I'm a 28-year-old woman from Houston. Oh, this is the perfect oh, question. H-Town, it's the perfect. Yes, and I've been listening since Wind Down Wednesday. At the start of the pandemic, I downloaded Hinge, hoping to catch a BDB or someone to fuck I have gotten nowhere. What I've learned, hold on. I have been on countless fruitless dates and have gotten nowhere. What I've learned is a lot of men stink. They don't put any effort in how they present themselves. And I'm starting to wonder Thanks. if the only one, go if I'm the only one going through this. I really thought I liked the most Thanks. recent guy I went on a date with. We both work in tech, live in our own, live on our own, and have great conversations. I was excited to meet him. When we met, I noticed his breath stank, and he wasn't wearing cologne and was musty. Oh. Before dates, I shower, moisturize, brush, floss, and adorn myself with perfume. Not to mention making sure my hair, nails, lashes, and outfit is on point. I do that naturally, but I for damn sure am not about to look unpolished on a date. 
To make matters worse, he was wearing the same outfit he had in his profile picture. Mm. Like, damn, nigga, were you trying to make sure I knew it was you? I'm starting to think maybe I'm not portraying myself in the best way, and that's why men think they can play on my head top. I feel like a nigga would know better to show up hot and funky for somebody like Dre. Period. The type of woman who men wouldn't dare fumble. I know I'm beautiful, but I'm wondering if I'm not bad enough to have niggas and to have niggas act right or if they're just naturally filthy. I would ask y'all to ask the crew if niggas do this intentionally, but Ryan's Asian and I know they take <laughs> hygiene very seriously. Can you please tell the poor boys to wash their ass? Mm. Thanks, ladies. Yeah, I got a lot to say about that. Um, okay, let us know because man, this, the boys be funky. Yeah, they do. It, it, it comes from an, it comes from entitlement of thinking from your perspective. What you only worried about what a girl look like or what she smell like or how she got this or how she got that and just one thing out the ordinary, you know, like anything. Then it's ah, facts, mm, facts, facts. But nobody think about. I don't know. There's some like this personally something I would think about like any time ever in my life, like before I met my wife or even now with my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask you to give me head if I know my shit stink down there. <laughs> I'm gonna be too embarrassed because even if I get head, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, she gonna go tell everybody, man. Because musty as hell. Exactly. Like, man, so I I don't know. Some people don't take pride in themselves like that. Some people feel like they ain't got to. Yeah. Some people have never even crossed their mind to brush their teeth. Or, what you know, clean like, That's not, what now you say never crossed their mind. They feel like they ain't now. got to, or they, Ever? you know, I think this come from, I mean, Shout out to all the moms out there, but I think this comes from the spoiling moms who spoil their sons, you know. Talk about <laughs> it. And then they feel like they ain't got to do nothing to impress somebody else. I feel like I'm going to put my best foot forward. I want you to see me at my best, at my top, every right. top down. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that's like, fuck that bitch. I'm going to get another one. You know, and they don't, they absolutely don't care. Are you not going to brush your teeth? Because you can get another, you can't get another one, actually. They, they'll they get their hair cut or do any of that or get their clothes together to impress another guy. Mm. To be like, yeah, look what I got, look what I'm doing. Rather than trying to impress who they trying to get with. Right. Taste and breath is so important to me. Like, it's like a deal breaker. Like, I cannot fuck with nobody who got Nasty-ass teeth and nasty-ass bread. And it's like second nature. If you smoking backwards all day, swishes all this, brush your teeth, whether you can smell it or not, it's going to (laughs) stink. And because you be having cotton mouth. Like, niggas be having cotton mouth. You're either going to be too high to smell it or you're going to be able to smell it. But either way, it's going to be stinking. Brush your teeth. Well, before we close this up, Paul, I want to say you are our first guest since we found our plaque. Yay. Congratulations. We got a plaque for yes. 100,000 yes. subscribers. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. So, this is a big fucking deal. It is. So, Paul, let the people know where they can find you, what okay. you got going on, what you got coming up, where we can, all that good stuff. I got social media everywhere at Paul Wall, baby. YouTube, you know, Get Money TV, Paul Wall. Just search me out. I'm on there. Make sure y'all hit me on that spot. I'm trying to get my spot. Spotify numbers every Girl, year. Like I'm gonna break them off. People real, be like, baby. yeah, these are my Spotify numbers. I be like, damn, damn. they killing it, man. <laughs> Shit, what my Spotify people like? Shit, so I need y'all to hit me on that Spotify. Just look me up, Paul Wild, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, Paul Wild, baby. And from Houston, period. An yeah, H Town legend. They already know the law. And the legend. Now, now you ready? Cause look, I, I pull up I my lyrics. Start it off. 
we, I was just gonna do the 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 chorus and he gonna hit the verse. Okay. Oh, and we gonna do the ad lib. I know where we verse. You wanna do the verse? It's just supposed to be my song. I know. You wanna do the verse? I didn't wanna put that pressure on you, but I'll do like the first like five lines. No, you gotta do the last ones, cause I'm gonna go into the chorus and then he gonna go into his verse. So you gotta do like the last little bit if you wanna finish it off. And then I'ma get into it. Right, go ahead, girl. Cause I started, you know, I had a now she say that she really wanna play, hey, y'all. But she never, never on her best, best behavior. Yeah. Cause she always, always shaking what her mama gave her. her. But she only want me from that paper. Cause she a busy body. 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 Mouth what's up, busy body. Cause she a busy body. Cause she a busy body. Cause she a busy body. Black hat, hat Cause she always shaking what her mama gave her. But all he really want from me is that paper. Cause she a busy body. And she a busy body. And she a busy body. And she a busy body. Cause she a busy body. All right. You ready? You ready? Mama off the chain, yeah. throws on the head to toe. Pool on the dance floor, she swallow it and, and never choke. Yeah. All I wanna do is poke. Yeah. All she wanna do is fuck. Yeah. She don't love me, she just here cause I got some. Yeah. When we done with her, that bra gonna be on her way. Back to the hood, baby, I, I see you later on the day. That girl get around, all work, no, no place. She stay on her knees, but trust me, <laughs> she, she ain't there to pray. Yeah. She wanna play it with paper to come save her and move her downtown to that high rise skyscraper. Yeah. Put that thing on me till I can't even walk. Right now, I got, she got all my food. So baby, it can't talk. You yeah. hey, stay busy all day from getting busy. Yeah. Little mama is out of control, Good just like, like Missy. Missy. Straight up busy body, that girl is a dime. And I've been down with her for a long time, baby. Cause she, she say that she really wanna, wanna play, girl. Hey, she never on her best behavior. Cause she always shaking what her mama gave her. But all she really, really want from me is that paper. Cause, Cause she a busy body. Cause she a busy body. 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 Wow. I need a busy body who can ride that dick like a new Maserati. Wait. This was a fucking book. This was a fucking book. What do? When I tell you when that song used to come on the club. Oh, man. A fucking hit. Cause little mama is out of control just like Missy. I'm about to use that as a caption right now. That's what you want to say.
So yeah, your I favorite Sean song, I promise you, Paul Walden been on that hoe. Yeah, period. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Make sure y'all follow Paul Wall on all social medias. And we'll see y'all and next week. And get the week. Spotify numbers up. Period. I'm about to, I'm about to listen to that on the way home right. I'm going to break them off real, real bad. bad. Period. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>